on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you for another edition of the show. Jordan Canellis here with you. And as always, Butch Castles is alongside me. Butch, morning. How's things? Yeah, good morning, Jordan. Looking forward to the weekend's racing. Things are good to hear in New Zealand. And this is one of the last meetings where, uh, well, we might get a reasonable track at both venues, Hawke's Bay and here at Tarapa. Yeah, a couple of North Island meetings uh, today. What's the headline of, uh, of the weekend? Yeah, Cambridge Jockey Club meeting here at Tarapa. They run a couple of stakes races. The English Sales Cambridge Breeders Stakes, Group 3 for the three-year-olds and uh, the Travis Stakes for the fillies and mares. Group 2 level over 2,000 metres. Good field too, aromatic at the top and a three-year-old filly adding enormous interest. Secure a girl, trained by Ben Foote. Uh, she last ran when running sixth in the New Zealand Oaks and she looks like she's going to head across to Queensland for the Oaks there. So this will be her final dress rehearsal before heading on a plane and looking to plunder some of your mm. Australian dollars. All right, let's get stuck into our guest for today. Our first one is leading trainer Mark Walker to have a chat about his runners this weekend. Mark, it's a pleasure to have you on again. How's things? Good morning. Good, thanks. Yeah, yeah g'day, Mark. Boy, chair, let's go through them. Busy day. Plenty of saddles to be thrown on at Tarapa and a couple of runners at Hastings as well. The first, the 2,400 metres of the Aon Insurance Brokers should suit leader, leaderboard and the mighty spa both down to the ground. Yeah, exactly. Both are in uh, pretty good form, and as you say, there's no no doubts about them running out the trip, that's for sure. Claiming on both of them, Mark, they're um, both at the top of the handicap, particularly leaderboard uh, being a Wellington Cup winner, and look, your apprentice, uh, Jess Allen, she's impressed so far, already ridden a couple of winners, and a young fellow out of the academy up north, Tristan Moodley, who uh, everyone wants to say has got a bright future as well. Yeah, I, I think both of them have actually, and just for those sort of weights, I just felt the the claim would suit both horses. Mm. Race two, Mark Fellini, I thought uh, was expertly ridden last time. I thought it was an absolute crackerjack uh, ride to get the job done over the fourteen steps up to the mile, and again entrusting the four kilo claimer Jessica Allen with the ride. Yeah, he's not a big horse, Butch, and I just thought he's drawn out a bit, so we'll probably have to try and roll forward, but. Uh, I just felt at the weight at a mile, he probably couldn't win with that being a small horse, so we claim and see how we get on. And uh, the other accidental tourist, gee, he was massive last time at Awapuni. Gun rider Opie Bosson engaged. Another that won, I think, 14 last time, gets up to the mile. But the way that he rounded it out at Awapuni, you wouldn't think the mile would be a problem. No, exactly, Butch. He just a bit tricky at the gates but we popped him out of the wooden stalls this morning and you wouldn't think butter wouldn't mount in his mouth so see how we go tomorrow he's got the gun drawer as well so if he can jump on terms make life a whole lot easier if you don't have to make up all that ground yeah exactly dead right Race three, a, a really big field and a tidy field of two-year-olds, but you've got Egyptian Queen in there who was super on debut. She's got a nice draw, Joe Cameroodin, to ride on the minimum of 54. Has she trained on since that debut second? No, very happy with her. We actually had her in on Tuesday, and I just felt this race at Tirapa might come up and give her a look at Tirapa with the idea of maybe backing up 
next week like we did last year with Lord Cosmos. So that's the thinking there. Mm, backing up into uh, into the stakes race, the uh, Waikato Equine Veterinary Centre Stakes, and you'll uh, have uh, other runners in that, no doubt. Race number four, Mark, uh, horse that this time last year on this day was uh, placed in the uh, Cambridge Breeders Stakes, Wairau Cove, was a good win three starts ago. Just needs things to go right, eh? Yeah, they just need to run along a bit in front from that draw, so that'll be the key to the race for him. Yeah, and uh, Sophisticado I thought was really good uh, resuming. Sometimes on the strength of a of a big run when resuming, they can be a little flat second up. Sophisticado again claiming that four kilos. Yeah, his second up record isn't actually that flash, but uh, same thing, a little bit of an awkward draw. Uh, so he will need that little bit of luck in running. Race five, one of the features, the English Sales Cambridge Breeders Stakes. Uh, you've had to scratch Pukatero this morning. Nothing too major there? Uh, just a bit of a temperature butch. Just bad timing. Mm, wouldn't happen to the unraced one down the end of the barn. Would it happen to be the one that was going to run favourite in the stakes race? Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah, that's, a, that's how it goes sometimes. Mm, you've still got plenty of chance. Well, two really strong chances in the race. I choose you, who's got a good record at Tarapa. Has got a tricky gate, the outside barrier, but uh, look, sometimes the outside's better than somewhere near the outside because they can't be dictated to from a horse outside them. Yeah, so there looks to be a bit of speed, but you'd have to still be positive and just hope the field breaks up a little bit, Butch, and she might slot in somewhere. That would be the, the thinking anyway. Yeah, you think Westwood, uh, looking at the way uh, that Westwood runs, they might run along really quick early, so you're a chance to uh, drop in. And Petrucci, I thought, was pretty good late in the race the other day. Had won over a couple of shorter course races, 1,000 and uh, 1,100, I think. Up to 12 the other day was good late and uh, still learning the craft, but looks like they have plenty of upside. Yeah, lovely big filly uh, owned by Trelawney, so it'd be really terrific to get some black type for them. Uh, so she was a bit green the other day, but just got a little bit lost, I felt, but I think that run would have brought her on quite nicely. Mm, race six, the Cambridge Equine Hospital, 1400, and a horse that Jess Allen will never forget, Aotea Lad, gave her her first winner here uh, two weeks ago and did it pretty impressively. Claiming again will get down to a light weight, and what we saw uh, a couple of weeks ago, no reason why it couldn't be very competitive again. Yeah, he's in really great form because he... Had a problem in the spring uh, on the horse truck going to Rickerton and we had to sort of nurse him right back to health and great for the owners. They've just been so patient with him. So, uh, no, he just he's in probably career best form. Yeah, he's a horse that showed so much early on as well, didn't he? I think he won uh, in Stakes Company on debut. Yeah, he won Wakefield. That's right, yeah. Mm. Arish Arish, the other one in the race uh, Form being a little in and out this prep But uh, when she is good, she's really good Yeah, just uh, just trying to report in 100 butch With the thinking there's a stakes race at Rotorua Phillies and Mares coming up So that's our thinking behind that Right over Travis, the feature, the Group 2 uh, Phillies and Mares uh, at level weights, wait for age. Uh, the one at the top, the highest rated horse in the race is Aromatic and was an OP Boston special last time at Awapuni uh, to get the job done. And uh, look, with a, another gun ride, she's going to have to be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, She's just 
got better and better as the season's gone, and she's a six-year-old rising seven. So uh, normally she's been a bit of a wet tracker, but she's been running around on good tracks her last few runs and going just as well. So just a three-year-old that's the other nine in the race. So uh, she'll roll forward anyway, I'd say. Mm, and uh, Secure Girl, you're right, they get three and a half kilos and she's a good filly, so uh, that's uh, the interest. But you've got the perfect pink as well. She's now had two runs back and, uh, look, if she was able to uh, find that form she showed as a three-year-old and winning uh, the 1,000 guineas, then uh, she'd have to be uh, a big chance in a race like this. Yeah, interesting. Opie worked her on Thursday and he said, don't ride her off. She's going well. It was just a wet track that tripped her up, but she had to run to be ready for the Travis. So, uh, interesting runner. Mm, interesting runner on a better track in 2,000 metres. Uh, she could be a good value runner. And race eight, the last, she's outrageous. Just had no luck last time doing the tapes. Uh, Opie to ride again. And uh, look, it's an even field, but uh, she's got enough ability to be really competitive. Yeah, uh, she's going better than her form reads, that's for sure. So, uh, no, one for each way. Try to get out stakes of last, I suppose. Yeah, the better track wouldn't worry her too much? I don't think so, no. No, she'll be right. Mm. And Hawke's Bay, a couple of runners, Mark, uh, in the two-year-old. You've got uh, a first starter, Autocracy, uh, benefit of the ace draw. Uh, how's he been working up? No, he's actually uh, really nicely Tuesday, and he was Shinsaw Thursday morning, so he's gone out for a break. Okay, so and that. and one in the last, Navel Hard, dropping back in class? Yeah, that, that's the key to him. So uh, he, he's got to be some sort of each-way chance dropping in class, yeah. You've had uh, good... Uh, you used to Maya Tyroa to good effect. She got the job done for you on one at uh, Tauranga a few weeks ago. Two kilos would be a help. So horse like him in a rating 65 with just 58 kilos. Uh, if he was on top of his game, he'd be hard to beat, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh... He does have a few foot issues at different times, but I always think we've got him right for this anyway. So dropping okay. class will help. Right, which is the best of them uh, in a really big day at Tarapa? What do you think's the best of them, Mark? Oh, I think uh, Aromatic. Uh, she's going really well. So who are all the two-year-old butch? The two-year-old goes quite nicely. Mm, good draw as well and what is a tidy little field thanks for your time Mark big day uh, to uh, get saddles on plenty and sort of one of our, our last ones hanging on with the decent tracks isn't it yeah but we've got the jumpers to look forward to so we'll be right. yeah you got plenty of those are eh? you looking forward to uh, sending those around I saw you had one win it at uh, the jumping trials yesterday so uh, you got plenty of jumpers uh, to keep you interested during the winter yeah well we've got to keep the staff motivated so They've all got behind the idea, and it's going well. Oh, that's great. When uh, when do we see the first of them? Uh, at Tirapa the following week, we'll have four jumpers in. Fantastic. Good on you, Mark. Thanks for your time. Cheers, watch. Mark Walker with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always a pleasure having him on. Stay tuned. On the other side of this, we'll continue on having a look at the weekend ahead, racing at Tarapa and Hastings. More on Breakfast with the Kiwis after this. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more.
Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here with you. Butch Castles, our expert, as always, on the program. Butch, time to have a look towards Hastings this weekend. And from NZTR to have a chat to us about it is Robert Logan. Robert, good morning. How's things? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, pleasure to be joining you for my debut on Breakfast with the Kiwis and uh, getting a run off the bench this morning. Good on you, Robert. All right, let's have a look at some of these Hawks Bay races. We'll start with the two-year-old. Thought it was a good uh, mix of CD and Northern Horses, but, gee, the way there goes. My hero got the job done last time at Awapuni. I can't see that uh, he wouldn't be awfully competitive in this race. Yeah, tend to agree, Butch. Uh, I think he was pretty good there last start. Looks like a real tough two-year-old type and um, doesn't seem to want to lay down and I think you're right, look, they had him in that stakes race there last week, but obviously looking for a better track, I think the Northern form looks superior here. Race three, Robert, uh, good field of uh, sprinters. Uh, we will rocks had two runs back, and uh, on the strength of that on its home track, uh, be a chance, but got the tricky barrier draw to overcome. Yeah, a little bit of a sticky draw there for the favourite. I do wonder whether you may just want a little bit of a shower rain and it might not turn up. I thought uh, Tony Pike's horse, Whiskey Neat, number three here, is an interesting runner too. Obviously back from Hong Kong, hasn't done too much wrong in three runs here in New Zealand. So interesting race uh, there, Butcher. Rosie Brahma uh, was good resuming um, and on the strength of that one run back with the lightweight, thought she'd be competitive. Yeah, absolutely. I think it becomes a very interesting race, and I didn't mind her at odds there. I think that uh, there's a bit of speed on, and it probably will suit a horse like Rosie Brahma, who uh, we know goes a ride at the course too. Righto, race five. Uh, we'll have a look at uh, this one over the mile. Tricky barrier, the mile at Hooks Bay, probably uh, one of the uh, worst uh, mile starts that there is around, and pretty much a group one run out of that mile makes it uh, interesting uh, come the spring but anyway uh, look Uderzo has uh, been good when he's uh, good been pretty consistent as well didn't think the run was too bad last time gets the 60 kilos and isn't it great to have Jonathan Parks back in the riding ranks yeah great to see Parksy back I believe he's closing in on a thousand wins too I think he's just six away but, um, yeah, you do, so you're right. I think he's had, what, nine starts now, and he's only once been out of the top four, and that was last start when he uh, he leads enough. I think he's probably a better horse if he doesn't have to lead. But um, he's a beautiful horse. He's son of Adamos. He throws to the sire, and I think, uh, look, he's got a pretty good record. I, I don't mind him in this. He will have to do a little bit of work from that draw, like you say. Tricky start there at Hastings, but um, not the worst for a horse like him. I think he's he's got ability. Race six, the stayers uh, out and about here. And um, look, there's some good ones in it as well. We've got a New Zealand Cup winner there in the LJ, the Mayor, who's been seen to good effect both sides of the Tasman. Enchanted Al will be better for that one run back. There's a local there by the name of One Dream, One Soul, who seems to save her very best for Hastings. And as does Hail Damage, who's uh, been hard to catch around there previously. And Taylor Mitchell takes the two kilos off. How'd you see this one going? Yeah, you're right. It's a pretty good field there. The New Zealand Cup winner at the top that you mentioned, who was actually pretty impressive winning first up there. And I really would struggle to talk most people out of backing any of these. However, I didn't mind Bully Boy at a little bit of a price. He is one tough customer. He's going to have to be because he's carrying the 60 kilos. But we've seen him race in the north a few starts back and then he's in the South Island and back to the Central District. He went south last start. So he has well travelled this horse. Um, I think, look, he's just that tough. He's going well, and uh, I don't mind Bully Boy at a little bit of a price in this.
Okay, he'll be, uh, you know what you get with Bully Boy. He'll be very, very competitive for sure. Righto, let's whip through the quaddy. That's the first leg of it. The second leg, uh, race number seven, a really, really even field. Uh, money for the likes of uh, Take That, Above Suspicion, uh, Hanukkah, who always seems to be well supported to be ridden by the local uh, Kate Hercock. Really, really tough race to sort out the second leg of the quaddy, Robert. Yeah, I think this might sort a few of them out. Um, it is a very wide open field. I think we've got a five dollar favourite on uh, on opening here, so uh, could go anyway. But there's one there that you did mention, Harnikin. Uh, been a little bit of a fan of this horse. Kept an eye on it for a while now. So uh, I would like to see Harnikin and Kate Hercock salute here. Race uh, number eight, the second to last of the quaddy. Kingfisher Lad was back to his best last time, led them a merry dance uh, with Kate in the saddle at Awapuni, and uh, if it could uh, apply the same tactics and get the same sort of run, it'd uh, be pretty hard to run down. Lincoln Stars always competitive, and the two-kilo claim looks like uh, helping there. Thought to uh, achieve might be the Quick improvers had the one run back over a distance far too short for it up to 2200 metres uh, would suit. And look at the uh, eight into seven dollar fifty price. I thought achieve would be some sort of a hope, yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, a little bit of that northern form that we mentioned earlier, definitely not without. But um, I again, Kingfisher Lad was very good last start, leading them all the way. And I think that was a really tough win. And, and we can see a repeat from Kingfisher Lad. The last race nine, the Three Wise Birds handicap. Thought this was a really, really good race. Singled out uh, at least four horses for mine that uh, would be really hard to beat. Navalha dropping back in class from rating 75 company uh, to uh, the 65 with the claim. Diamond Thief, who's done nothing wrong. Jonathan Parks to ride. Navigator for Cody Cole. Jonathan Riddell from a really tricky gate. And look, Idyllic was super resuming and then fought really hard last time. I reckon this is a, a strong 65 uh, field, Robert. Yeah, I think you've summed it up pretty perfectly there, Butch. Um, those were sort of the four I had penciled uh, in as well. And I think if you've made it this far in the quaddy, well done. But uh, there's certainly no gimmies in this last leg. You may want to go wide. But, yeah, look, I do like Diamond Thief. Uh, was very impressive on debut and, and has done nothing wrong since. So I'm with the favourite. But, again, there's a handful in here that I like. And I think you've got to keep an eye on going forward. Navalha, interesting when they're dropping back, isn't it? You know, like they, they, this horse is placed in 75 company resuming, hadn't had a lot of luck since and drops back into 65 with the claim. Uh, it's a much, much easier proposition than a 75 race. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that is a huge uh, tick for this horse, Navalha, especially with the two kilo claim. Um, that is a big, a big help. Also, when you look, you know, who uh, Navalha has been racing in 75 grade, what uh, a horse of those caliber would, would be uh, starting in a market like this. So definitely one at odds that uh, you've got to take note of dropping back in grade. Good on you, Robert. Thanks for your time. Uh, good luck uh, on the punt for the weekend and uh, appreciate your time here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Thanks, Butch, and uh, go well, everybody. Robert Logan with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Butch, that wraps up today's show. Have a great weekend and enjoy the racing. Good on you. Thanks, Jordan. We'll catch you next week. Breakfast with the Kiwis. Catch us online and on the app.